was passing them out a little bit ago. Did she make sure everybody got one? Okay. Oh, she's cleaning the bathrooms after this. She's, she's passed out food. She's passed out the, the sheets. Now she's going to clean the bathrooms. Uh, yeah. I think somebody, some of them need some back here. Yeah. Some others need. Did somebody get one? Y'all get a, everybody get one? No, not, not quite as great as you thought. They were, they were passing them out behind your back. Not wanting to hurt you, feeling. All right. We are studying about spiritual gifts, and as we looked in the Corinthian letter, we saw the three designations of gifts, motivational gifts, uh, ministry gifts, and manifestation gifts. Motivational gifts are who you are, who I am. It's the natural inclination we have or aptitude we have in our lives that God places there. I, it's really unique to see how God does that. Then the ministry gifts are what we do, we, how we carry out, how we function in the body of Christ. Motivational gifts, we have one, and that never changes. That's who we are for all of our life as a Christian. Ministry gifts will change from place to place and from time to time we may have different ministries that we work on we fulfill we'll always do those ministries from our motivation what our motivation is and that means that and i'll show you this in a couple of weeks it it means that we all of us may do the same ministry at one time but it looks a whole lot different when each person does it from their motivation they have a different emphasis a different twist on it because they have a different motivation they function from. And then we have the manifestation gifts. The manifestation gifts are the, are the gifts that God imparts to people as other people exercise their ministry gifts. And that's a blessed experience whenever you're the recipient of a manifestation gift that God imparts to you as your brother or sister fulfills their ministry gift from their motivation of touching you and touching your heart. The Spirit of God does that. So right now we're on the motivation gifts, and there are seven of them. They're listed in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, beginning in verse 6, we've covered a number of these. It says, If prophecy according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, he who teaches in his teaching, he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality. Now that's where we've covered up to this point. Now we're, we're on number six. It says, and he who leads or has administration with diligence. The sixth of those seven motivational gifts is the motivational gift or the spiritual gift of what I call administration. It calls leading here. Uh, but we're going to call it administration. And that's what you have in your handout. And we're going to walk through that, just as I've shared with you, that over years of study and people observing people with different motivational gifts, they've brought forth a list of 
characteristics that's usually in a person's life because they have a particular gift and and also problems or misunderstandings that can happen because that person has a gift or the, the conflict they can have even in the body of Christ with other people who have different gifts than they do. And so we want to see that tonight. And first thing I want you to see is the aptitude. I, the aptitude is what a person is apt to do. In other words, the natural thing for that person to do. And the aptitude of a person who has the gift of administration is the aptitude for overseeing. They have this aptitude to oversee. They, they like to lead. They, they feel most comfortable leading and organizing and setting people into action to do things. It's just a natural ability that God imparts to them because they're gifted in that way. The definition, the Greek word is proistemi, and it means to stand before or to stand over or simply to lead. That word means to lead, to be one standing over a person, to lead them and to direct them without a go. So this person with this motivational gift is going to be an administrator, going to be a leader, going to be an organizer, going to be somebody God brings into the fellowship with these natural, God-given spiritual abilities to be able to oversee projects, to oversee ministries. And they're very effective in what they do. So let's talk about them. Their description. A person who has a motivational gift of administration has an ability to see the overall picture and to clarify long-range goals. Okay, the person has a gift of administration. They can see long range. They see out there what, what needs to happen, what's going to be the end result, and also the step-by-step -step process it's going to take to get that goal accomplished. They just, they just have the ability to see that this needs to happen and that needs to happen and this needs to take place. And if all these things will take place and everybody will do what they're supposed to do, then the end result will be that this thing is built or this ministry is accomplished or something successful. The administration skill, the ability to do that. Now, that's totally different, remember, from the person who has a gift of service. Go back to your notes and the person gift of service. Remember what? The most frustrating thing for a person who has a gift of service are long-range projects. Doing something is going to take a long time, and we're going to have to plan for it. And we got to put all these things together. Service guy says, just get out of my way. I'm going to do it right now. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it hard. And, and I'm going to be busy about it. And, and, and you, you can say, okay, now you, you can see where the administration person and the person who has a gift of service can, have that, can kind of rub each other wrong like that iron sharpens iron. They can rub each other wrong because one is focused on organization, getting everything ready, doing it long range, and getting that ultimate goal fulfilled. The other is trying to put out the fire at their feet right then. Number two, a desire to see things organized and structured. Uh-huh. All right. Some people will misunderstand a person who has this, this spiritual gift of administration as being obsessive compulsive. They can sometimes be misunderstood as that. All right? But because what this person is so organized that I, I, if, if you go into their pantry, okay? If you go into their pantry, their pantry is in, is everything is lined up 
exactly the way it's supposed to be, usually in alphabetical order, and how they have that structured. And they've got everything, and, and they can tell you how many cans of whatever they've got. When they've got to go to the grocery store, they don't have to go look in there what they've got. They just tell you we're going to need two cans of this and three cans of that to keep our quota going. All right? Now, I'm telling you what, I, I, I think they're wonderful. Those people have to give administration, but I don't have that. Okay. When I go to the grocery store, I open up the pantry and chunk it in there. <laughs> I ain't got time to worry about all that alphabetical stuff. I mean, I, hopefully they'll stand up, up, up right upside, up, not upside down. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, and try, I do try to put the bigger ones in the back because you can read them in front of the short ones. Has nothing to do with organization. It's all practical stuff. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Smart girl. But a person who has this, you go in their closet, and they've got all their stuff organized. Their shoes are in a place where it's supposed to be in there. Their, everything is organized where it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to work. Uh huh. We might be discovering. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, we know about your car. You need William to clean a car for you. You look better than it's ever looked. Uh, you know, this person has. They just want everything organized, and it, it drives them nuts. Now, if you want to have some fun with people who have the gift of administration, just go in their pantry and mess it up. It's just move the stuff around, and they just, you know, just can't stand it. Reminds me of my youngest son. My youngest son, and he is—he very much has the gift administration. He had that before he was ever even saved, though. He, he, we had—he had a farm. He had farms, and he had cows. Two types of cows. One cow had their head up. They were all black with white face. One had cow had the head up, and the other had cow had the head down. It was a toy farm. My wife went, I'm, of course it's a toy farm. Man. <laughs> My little child, preschooler's out here running around with the cows. Get your head down. Get your head up. That says toy, toy farm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and what we would love to do with him is he had all the cows who had their heads down together, all the cows who had their heads up together, and so just to have fun, we'd go up there and mix all the cows up, you know. Whatever. And he'd come in, and he'd be like, ha! Stop! We've got to stop everything. got to get the cows back where they're supposed to be. It's kind of the way people have the gift of administration, David. <laughs> we hadn't got to that gift yet. <laughs> all right. They are very, very organized, very structured. They want things to be the way they are, and it just... You'll, you'll see that if you have to give administration, you're going to know. Even when it's not the way it ought to be, it kind of makes your hair stand up on the back of your neck. And that's like, oh, not the way it ought to be. Number three, they have a desire to complete tasks quickly, listen, by giving assignments to others. That's what they're good at. They are good at getting other people involved. To get this done, you need to do this. And y'all need to do that. And would you come over here and do this and that? And whenever they can organize and get everybody working, and everybody works together to get it done, it gets done quickly. It gets done effectively. People have used their gifts. It's a wonderful thing to see a person 
who has a gift administration, get out there and get people going. Okay? It's a great, great gift. Four, an awareness of the resources available to complete a given task. In other words, they know exactly what it's going to take, and, where, and, and they'll all usually know where it is, where you got to go to get it, or where you got to go to find it, or where it's located somewhere. They just have the ability to know. Once they've seen something, they will remember. They will remember. Now, remember, a person has the gift of, of service. They can, they'll remember the needs of people. You remember that? If they need something or what they like, they, they know that. These people will always know resources. Whenever they see where the resource is, where it is, they'll always remember. They'll remember that. That's, that's over there in case we ever need that. Okay? Look at the next thing. Five. A tendency to sit on the sidelines until those in authority invite them to lead. You need to put a star by that, okay? That is a very, very important thing to know about the gift of administration. These people do not volunteer for anything. They don't volunteer. You can say, we need somebody to lead this group. They're just going to sit there and look at you. They are not going to volunteer at all. You think nobody's going to stand up. But if the leader or somebody in charge will go to that person and say, would you consider leading this group? I feel like the Lord wants you to be the leader of this group. And if they will be appointed by a leader and they take that responsibility, then they are off to get the thing done. They're not going to, they're not going to volunteer for it. Okay? Going to, but if you ever find who they are and you give them an assignment, they are going to do a bang-up job of getting it done. Now, remember, remember about the people that have the gift of service. Remember about them and how, how, what, what happens in those groups. Whenever we're saying, who's going to lead the group? We need a leader. Here's the administration guy over here who's really equipped to lead, who does nothing, says nothing, not going not gonna to volunteer. And the service person over here said, we need to get this thing done. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then the gift of service person is going to do 90% of the work themselves and not ask anybody to do anything else because they want to get the job done. See the difference? you got to wait. you got to find. Leaders have got to be willing to say, who's that person gift administration? And give them that role. They'll take it and they'll run with it when they're given it. Look at the next thing. Greatest joy in seeing plans bring about a finished product for others to enjoy. The prophet enjoys the preaching. The teacher enjoys learning and grasping those things. Exhortation people enjoy somebody who takes their advice and abides by their advice and has changes in their life. The person who has the gift of administration, they have the greatest joy in seeing a finished product. A, pro a, a project has been completed. It's been done, and other people are now enjoying it, and it fills the heart of a person who has the gift of administration with great joy and excitement. Seven, a willingness to endure reaction from workers in order to accomplish the ultimate task. Boy, is that ever important. If you are going to be a leader and you're going to take the lead and you're going to tell people what to do and you're going to give them assignments, some of them are not going to like it. They're not going to like their job. They're not going to like you bossing them around. They're not going to like you telling what you're doing about that, I'm not going to like it. And if you, if you are going to stop because you get criticized, you're never going to get anything done. person who has a good administration, once they have the job and they it doesn't matter what anybody says. 
whether they're happy with them or whether they're not, they don't, they don't bother them. They're just going to keep on. They're focused on the task. It's focused on getting it done. They're not going to. Now, that's different from a person that's a gift of mercy. A person that's a gift of mercy and they're out there leading and somebody's going to criticize them and come up and say, well, you're doing this thing. person gift of mercy goes over there on the side and cries. They're going to be upset because they, they hurt somebody's feelings or somebody doesn't like them or something like that. Not the person gift of administration. Whenever they're doing their job and they're doing what they're supposed to do, if somebody doesn't like it, just too bad. Just kind of get out of the way. Just, just get the job done. All right? Now, you'll see a problem with that in just a moment. Listen to what it says in 8. Seize a project to completion. Completion is everything, even to the point of clean up. I can tell you if somebody has a gift administration just on one project. One project. If, if you go in there and they have a, a project to do and you walk into wherever they did the project and it is not organized and cleaned up and ready for somebody else to use, that person does not, is not overseeing, does not have the gift administration. It reminds me of the uh, first church I pastored. We had a youth minister, a new youth minister. We got him there, and so I had to be out of town that weekend. They're, gonna have a, they're, they're having a uh, car wash, a youth car wash. Well, we live right, we live in a pastorum right next to the church. So here's our house and here's the church. And the car wash is happening between our house and the church. I'll never forget, we drove up. And when we drove up, there were rags hanging here and buckets hanging there and water hoses hanging there and nowhere to be found anybody. They, they were nowhere to be found. They had done their car wash and left everything exactly where they left it. And to clean up anything. Well, he and I had a conversation about administration, about how you're supposed to do that a little bit better. But I can tell you right then, that guy doesn't have the gift of administration. Because somebody who does, they're going to get it all done, even the cleanup. Cleanup and taking the trash out and having everything ready for the next person. It is not finished until it is finished. That's a great trait, too. All right? Look at the next thing. A desire to move on to a new challenge when a previous task is completed. They love to get things done, but they love to have a new challenge. They're not going to mull over it. Once they've done what they're supposed to do, they're not going to mull over it. They're not going to have anybody who's going to pat them on the head about what they, they've finished their project. They've done what God wants them to do, what they're supposed to do. They're going to move on to something new. All right? Now, look at the problems or misunderstandings. May appear to avoid work by assigning tasks. Others sometimes criticize them for being lazy. <laughs> person has a gift of administration, they will be criticized by that person who's got the gift of service. Because you know what the administrator does? The administrator goes over there and says, now you need to go over here and you need to do this. And they'll go over this one. And y'all need to get this done. And they're going to walk around and see that everybody's getting their job done. And a little guy over there at the gift of service who's working says, all, all they do is just walk around and talk. They don't ever, you ever seen them pick up anything? You ever seen them do anything? That, all they do is talk. They're telling everybody else what to do. They're lazy. They're not lazy. They organize, plan. They know what needs to be done. They're going to be there at the very end trying to get everything cleaned up and finished. It needs to be there. They're not lazy. They're just organizing everybody about their work. But they can be misunderstood. Two, their lack of response to reactions of others may appear to be callousness. Some people can't understand why why they don't respond to them complaining, you know. And whenever they just go right through and they don't, they're not respond to that. They just keep their head 
and their hands to the task, people think they're just callous and hard. They don't care about anybody. They don't care what we feel. They'll be accused of that. They're not callous. They're just getting the job done. Kind of like in Sunday's sermon, you remember uh, the difference between Paul and Barnabas? Paul was focused on the work, and Barnabas was focused on the individual. Well, the administrators are focused on the project. They're focused on the work. They're really not focused on the individual. They're focused on getting the project done. All right? Three, their focus on the task and getting the job done may tend to make workers feel like they are being used. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, they'll feel that way. Man, they're just using me. They're just telling me all the stuff to do is just use me so they can get that. They'll make, because why? No, the administrators are not going to come up there and explain a lot of things, not going to love on them and hug them, tell them how wonderful they are. They're not going to do that. They're going to they're gonna f- hope they feel successful because they're getting the job done. Look what else. It goes on. They tend to be perfectionists on projects. Oh, yeah. People who have to give administration, they want everything right. Okay? Everything right to perfection. I mean, if it's not perfect it's got to be redone I, I have a i have somebody that works for me she's worked for me for for many many years and and one of her gifts is gift of administration because it has to be perfect it has to be right i i, I can't tell you how many times she's put something together and i've said uh, man that's fine they, they're nobody going to notice that except you and they're going to notice that that Little words misspelled. Nope, it's got to all go in the trash. That's got, got to go do that again. Got to do that right. Perfection will drive you crazy sometimes. But you ain't got to worry about it when they're in charge of it. It's going to be right. It's going to be right. They're not, not going to be satisfied with anything more than that or less than that. Listen to this. Five. Their desire to complete tasks swiftly may appear as insensitive to the schedule. Weariness are priorities of the workers. In other words... Everybody says, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and, and give you about an hour. No, you're going to have to give me more than that. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm not going to be able to get down and say, oh, yes, you're going to have to get down there on Saturday. Well, you know, I've got something my family need to do. Well, you, you just need to put that off till we get this done. You know, I, I mean, the whole issue is we got to get this thing done. And, and all these other things are, are, are secondary because this project's so important. We got to get this done. All right. Look at six. They sometimes. This is a big one right here. Okay. They sometimes fail to praise those who work with them as they should. That is one of the major, major criticisms of people who have the gift of administration. The other people are wanting somebody to come along and to stroke them, and to pat them on the head and say, "Boy, you're doing a wonderful job. You're doing a great job." You're so good at that, you know. Man, administrator ain't thought about that one one iota. They hadn't thought about telling somebody that they've done a great job. I mean, they ought to know they did a great job. The project itself is worthwhile. You ought to just be satisfied with just doing the thing, you know. And and they and sometimes we just they just don't tell you how great you are, how wonderful you are. So if you're going to work for an administrator, you're going to work for somebody with that gift. And, and you're, gonna, you're waiting for them to tell you how wonderful you are. You're going to be real disappointed. And you're going to walk away from there feeling hurt at times. It is not that they don't appreciate it. They will appreciate it ten times over, more than you'll ever know. But they're not got, they ain't got time to pat you on the head. We've got to get the job done. Once again, Apostle Paul, right? 
we got to work we got to do. Oh, yeah, worry about John Mark, what he's doing. Those kind of things. He blew it. That's too bad. We don't let him do it again. All right? Now look, seven. Sometimes they may force decisions in order to continue a project rather than waiting on the Lord. This is one of their genuine problems. You know, sometimes the Lord, at least in my life, in my deal, he doesn't always just give it in a row. Sometimes the Lord will take you somewhere and then he'll stop. And he, he wants us to wait for him to go the next step. People at administration, they have a real hard time with that. They're wanting to what? Finish. They're wanting to get done. They're, they're, wanting, they're, they're wanting to complete this project to go on to the next project. So whenever they're going out here and they're getting to this place and they have to stop, if they're not careful, they can just go on themselves. Well, this looks good to me. We'll just go on and do it this way. I haven't got time to wait for the Lord. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, and when you do that, you're going to mess up. Whenever you do that, you're going to mess up. A person with administration skill has to be willing to wait sometimes till the Lord reveals what they're supposed to do. Now, let's talk about the ultimate benefit to the body of Christ. Those gifted in this area are called to lead and administrate the ministries of the body of Christ. They are to challenge us to reach long-term goals and help us lay the plans for reaching these God-given goals. That's what they're there for. That's what God's given them to us for. And man, if you ever get lined up where the, the administrators are overseeing projects and overseeing ministries and overseeing plans, and you get to service people who are working in there and everybody else with their gifts working, you're talking about a machine, a spiritual machine that accomplishes great, great things. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing to see. Now, biblical example of this is the man Nehemiah. All right? Now, I just challenge you. This is a fun little exercise. I challenge you to go back and read Nehemiah. All right? Just read the first few chapters of Nehemiah and his story. And see how he fits into almost every one of these things. Every one of these things. I mean, when it comes to laying out plans and long-range plans of how it's going to be organized. I mean, before, before Nehemiah ever, before he ever started the work, remember he took days and he, he rode around the wall and walked around the wall and got in his mind what's going to happen. Before he ever says anything about how they're going to rebuild this wall, God told him how it was going to be done. When it comes to organizing and finding the resources, it, it, one of the neatest things about that story is whenever he decides that he needs to go. And how did he decide that he needed to go? They basically kind of came and constrict, constricted him. He, he took him and, and carried him on. They came and said, listen, it's miserable. It's miserable in Jerusalem. There are no walls. And they're, they're coming to tell Nehemiah, inviting him. And Nehemiah had been over there all this time as a cupbearer of the king, but he hadn't said, I think I'm going to leave and go over there and help them in Jerusalem. Did he do that? No. Did administrators do that? No. What did they do? When they came and told him about what was happening, he grabbed hold of his heart that he needed to be involved. And one of the neat things about the story, remember about them knowing about the resources? Remember, he asked for permission to go. And then he asked for letters he asked for letters to be able to go through the various countries. And then he asked for permission to get timbers that he's going to need to build, build the gates. Back in the, 
He takes care of all those details before he ever gets to Jerusalem. Well, I mean, that's, that's a person of gift administration. Because they know where the resources are, what resource is going to be needed. Most of the rest of us, you know what we'd have done? We'd have got on our horse, rode over to Jerusalem, and we'd have looked around and said, you know, I should have asked permission to get some wood. I should have got some permission to get some, some of those cedars of Lebanon. Now, reality, we would have never got there because we'd have gone to the first border and they'd say, where's your letter of permission to come through our border? Oh, no, I forgot to get that. Let me go ride back over and get the king to give me that. Right? Not Nehemiah. He's the administrator. Knows where the resources are, knows what he needs. Goes, and then what does he do? He organizes them. He organizes them where they put... You know, everybody's going to build where their house is. And even whenever opposition comes, and there are people opposition, and some people oppose him, some people get their feelings hurt and don't like him, don't feel like he likes them, all kind of things happening. Did it stop Nehemiah? Not one iota. He's just saying, put your sword on your side and your trowel in your hand and keep putting that wall together. You know, and cry tonight, but don't worry about it. You know, he, he's, he's, he is a perfect example of a person as a gift of administration. You can take every one of those characteristics right there and go through his life and that story and you can write down where they are. Why? Because God needed an administrator. God needed a warrior when it came to, to some of his kings, right? He needed a superman when it came to Samson, but he needed an administrator when it came to Nehemiah. And Nehemiah was imparted that gift of administration. All right? Let's pray. Father, thank you for truth. Thank you for how you gift us. Help us to discover our gifts and also the gifts of others and how we relate to them and how they relate to us. Bless us now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a good rest of the week.